Well, it's Christmas time. Yeah. It's time for the Raincoat Reports holiday. Okay. <laughs> well, Jeremy, we had to do all the calculations this year, and it came down to the last moment. But uh, it's been decided that Jeremy was bad this year. Oh, no. And what as does his, that mean? As your punishment, you have to smoke a bowl full of resin for this podcast. The whole thing? Yes. You need to smoke that entire ball of resin. Okay. <laughs> um, but we're going to watch a good movie, right? Well, you see, about that... Oh, um, no. <laughs> you've been so bad this year that we needed to end the year on a movie that... Uh, would try your patience and your sanity. Okay, I guess so. And uh, what did I do? <laughs> you uh, you got our all of our social media banned. I gave it back. <laughs> you you lost all your personal though, didn't you? Oh yeah. <laughs> well, you were too critical of Elon Musk, and you got deplatformed. And deplatformed and sentenced. Can he sentence me to do stuff? <laughs> he sentenced you to smoke a bunch of resin. Oh. Well, he's the richest man in the world. <laughs> I'm pretty sure I saw a headline that due to stocks in his company failing that he was no longer the richest person in the world as of a few days ago. This is awful. <laughs> Uh, oh, I'm cooked. Well, I'm cooked. <laughs> well, listeners, uh, again, uh, this is the Raincoat Report. This is Boss here with Jeremy, who's been very bad this year and was sentenced to watch Claudia's Holiday, which I will say was not as bad as the other movie from the studio that I watched, but uh, we'll get into it. Oh, no. <laughs> I've only smoked a little bit of this. My brain feels like I've been huffing gasoline. <laughs> Is that normal? Uh, I mean, yes, if you've had enough resin, your brain should feel like every neuron that has to pass through it is moving through sludge. Okay. <laughs> Do I have to do a review this week? Yes. Oh, no. <laughs> I'd be good next year. Yes, you better. And I hope this experience has taught you something. <laughs> if it hasn't yet, it soon will. So, Claudia's Holiday is a 2006 uh, Italian production by a studio called Pinko. Yeah, like the communists. <laughs> uh, this was directed by Francesco Finelli. Italian. Yes. I'm going to be nice to Italians from now on. <laughs> yes. You better have learned to be nice to the Italians. Um, the titular Claudia in this film is uh, Claudia Antonelli, and uh, she's going on a holiday to Ibiza. Ibiza? Ibiza. 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 I don't think it says that way. I don't think you say it that way. Ibiza. 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 I think it's like a, it's an island for, it's an island for European sex pests. I can't hold back. 
that that lasted very long. <laughs> you go there, you take. I was learning about Ibiza last night. Why is there a little fucking newspaper pink? Why is there a little fucking a doily? I don't know yet. Because <laughs> if you Google Ibiza pink newspaper, you find out they're doing fantastic designer drugs from Colombia. Oh yeah, pink cocaine. It's a combination of MDMA and ketamine, and it'll fucking blow your fucking tits off. I've been told. I want. I want some. (laughs) Do you think uh, that was what Claudia was doing as she was going through her photographs? Uh, I think she might just be on like is ketamine the horse tranquilizer one. Uh, it it, it's. I think she's on some kind of tranquilizer. Yeah, I guess that makes a lot of sense. (laughs) At least as she's going through her photographs. Um, okay, so, um, this is, uh, as we said, an Italian production, uh, it was released on Blu-ray in the U.S., and I found this and, like, four or five other ones from this company for, like, five bucks each on Blu-ray, I so one. I bought them all. There was one I was curious, uh, we might have to cover for Halloween that seemed to have a ghostly element. Okay. <laughs> we want to get back into these at any point. Uh, yeah. Uh, I watched the one called The Specialist. Okay, that one was like, a, was it like a? Uh, it's got the little British guy in it. You know what I'm talking about? Oh, <laughs> the professional. Yeah, you're the thinking the professional or the transporter. Yeah, the transporting professional. Yeah, I'm thinking of but that. I think he was also in a movie called The Specialist. I, it seems quite likely. And he was in both Crank films, and his name is on the tip of my Jason tongue. Jason Statham. Thank you. Yeah, Jason Statham, specialist. But he wasn't in that one. Uh, I don't think he's in this this one that I watched. Mm-hmm. It, it was a couple years ago. I don't think I watched the whole thing. Uh, but when I watched it, the thing that took uh, me by surprise at first, and you've already admitted to me off air uh, that this got you as well, is the fact that everything is dubbed over in English. Not um, just English, British British English. Yes, British English. English. Um, English, English. The discs include the original audio track, but they don't have any subtitles. So an authentic experience was not available to us. No. But uh, we did get quite an experience here. <laughs> yes, the dub is maybe the worst I've ever heard. <laughs> Uh, it's it's uh, pretty wild, but uh, you know when you're going to Ibiza, things are gonna get wild. A little bit wild. A little bit wild. <laughs> Do we know any of these people? Um, I don't. Not really. Um, Good. all of the characters just go by their real name. Well, not their real names, but their like stage names. Yeah, yeah. Screen names. That's true. Do you think that's the same in the Italian cut? I'm going to guess yes, because it doesn't feel like they were worried about things like giving characters names when they were making the story to this. That's fair. <laughs> it was 2006. <sighs> <bad>. Indeed. <laughs> it was a bad year. <laughs> I didn't care much for 2006 from what I can remember of it. Well, you need to smoke more of that resin so that you forget the entirety of the mid-aughts. 
Okay, ask me a question about Arcade Fire. Okay, uh, how many people are in Arcade Fire? At least six. Okay. Is that right? I think so. I think it's like around ten. It's a lot of people. It's like, too many people. Are they like Slipknot? They wear costumes? I I don't remember now. I, uh, if you consider my, dressing like a hipster a costume, then yes. All my points of reference now are from like 2003 and before. <laughs> so I know Slipknot. But up until then, that was the most any band had. You're right. There's so many people in these hipster bands. Of the mid-aughts and later that you don't have any memory of. I remember um, an up-and-coming band called The Killers. <laughs> <laughs> Did they make it? Um, I think so. Good. I always thought they had it. <laughs> All right. Well, we're going to take a quick break, and then uh, Jeremy's going to scramble his mind a bit more, and we'll talk about Claudia's holiday. Going on a holiday. Going on a holiday. Well, finally, I've managed it. A summer holiday to Ibiza. Nightclubs, pubs, parties, dancing all night, and as many boys as I can handle. Wow, Ibiza. Mmm, you're so lucky. I'm happy for you. But I have to stay here with my uncle. Oh, I'm sorry. <sighs> Please, Claudia, close the phone. We have to leave. Hurry up. I'm coming. Hmm. What a pain. It's that neurotic pain in the arse who's going out <gasps> with my brother. On your holiday. Ooh, mm, Claudia, I don't want to be in your shoes. Ah, she's all right. Look, I've really got to go. I'll ring you when I can. Maybe tomorrow, okay? Big kiss. Bye, bye, bye. Oh. <laughs> Welcome back. <laughs> are, are you going to be okay? Yeah, boss is getting the hospital. Boss is getting poison control on standby. <laughs> Well, uh, we are back on the Raincoat Report, and we're talking about Claudia's Holiday. Smoke so much of it, and there's it, it's still the same amount. It's like a plate of cartoon food. <laughs> well, it's so, like, dense and compact. I know. Why would they do this to me? <laughs> I can't believe Elon Musk did this to you. I can't believe how bad I've been. <laughs> um. I don't deserve to go on a holiday, but our listeners do. So why don't we tell them about that? Well, we open on a woman, Claudia, our titular leading lady, pulling out her I Heart Abisa shirt uh, from her dresser. And she starts looking at vacation photos she has, and she prints one out. Uh, then we cut to Claudia talking to someone on the phone. This is our first flashback. So everything is framed around... Her looking at these photos. Her looking at these photos of her vacation, her mm -hmm. holiday, to Ibiza. Okay. That clears some stuff up. I thought that's what was going on. But it's presented in a way where 
your frame of they don't really give you a good frame of reference to set you up. No, not really. Because um, then they like I think doesn't it immediately smash the credits after that? Uh, more or less. <laughs> we cut to Claudia talking to somebody on the phone, and this is her friend uh, Lily. Lily Love. I don't think she's named in the movie. But that's her but name. That's her name. And as we discussed in the previous segment, that's how they're all named. Yeah. So. Except uh, Claudia. What? No, Claudia Antonelli. Yeah, Claudia's a Claudia. It's all very confusing. Italian and actors can't respond to any name but their own. <laughs> they get confused. So Claudia is talking to Lily on the phone, and she's. Telling her that she's finally managed to take a summer holiday to Ibiza. She's excited about partying and meeting boys. Why are we doing a summer holiday movie at Christmas? Is it... Are we... We're not in Australia. Nope. We're in Europe. Oh yeah, I forgot we were on our European vacation. Yes. We've been... We're being sponsored... We're being sponsored by National Lampoon. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, yes, we are sponsored by them. Uh, so it's at that point that we get introduced to Julia, oh, man. who oh. uh, is dating Claudia's brother, Franco. We briefly mentioned the accents, but one of the things about it is that what makes it such a bad dub is the characters talk over each other a lot. Yeah. And it's not clear who's talking because the mouths, they don't try to sync up the mouths at all. either um and you had told me before we started watching these that they had a bad dub and that they were like italian movies i was like okay it's probably just like a bad english dub uh when they started and they were british and it was just (laughs) like flat affect british like no one has like any real emotion to it i laughed so hard that i almost threw up (laughs) my my stomach hurt oh It just really took me out. <laughs> it made it hard to focus on pretty much anything else in the film when they're talking. <laughs> so, uh, so again, Claudia's brother is Franco, and his bro- her brother's girlfriend is Julia, who comes to see Claudia here and tells her to finish her call up and hurry up. So Claudia finishes her conversation with Lily, and then we cut to credits and see Claudia dancing around in a bikini and caressing herself as she's showered in water beside a pool. She teases the audience by pulling away her bikini just enough for us to get a look at her bare flesh. We then, as the credits wrap up, cut to Claudia meeting up with her brother Franco and uh, Julia's girlfriend. They're looking at a map by a van and complaining that Claudia's taken so long. We get some establishing shots of the Abisa area as we have very quickly traveled there. Yes, we get into their dusty van and then they're out of their dusty van on the ferry. Yes. And they get back into it and drive off and that's like three scenes. Yes, it is. We then cut to a house, and uh, this is the house that they're staying on their holiday. Mm-hmm. Claudia is reading in a separate bedroom in her panties with earbuds in, as Franco and Julia are in like the living room type area, and they're starting to get handsy. 
Claudia sneaks a peek into the room as Franco and Julia are making out. She glares at them, shakes her head, and walks off. Soon after, Julia's tits are out and she's pulling Franco's cock out of his shorts and slowly stroking it as they make out. Julia is quick to begin to suck Franco's cock. Julia sucks and strokes a bit as Franco caresses Julia's ass, reaching into her tiny jorts. Julia takes some time to lick his balls as she continues to suck his cock. After a bit, Julia stands up and Franco pulls down her jorts and then her panties and Julia straddles his face, standing above him as he's sitting on the couch. I spent a lot of time, like, just focused on his hand going into her jorts. Yeah, yeah. It's a bad... It's just a bad shot from, like, a technical standpoint. It really doesn't show anything <laughs> yeah, at all. Yeah, yeah. Uh, because she's blowing him, like, the whole time. Just take, yeah. a, take, take a couple steps back, buddy. <laughs> so this continues for a bit, and then Julia mounts Franco's cock in a sitting cowgirl position, really bouncing on his cock for a bit here. She sucks his cock a bit more before turning around and mounting him reverse cowgirl, sort of just squatting onto the couch. They hammer away at this for a while, and then she dismounts just slightly, and she lowers herself onto Franco's cock again, this time anally. I did I did see that. They slam their way through some bouncing reverse cowgirl anal for quite a while here. <coughs> yeah, this is when I <clears throat> this is when I got a little bored of watching them fuck and I was like, why is the newspaper pink? And that's <laughs> when I learned about all the club drugs. After a while, Julia dismounts and sucks his cock more, then bends over on the couch and Franco comes up behind her and starts to fuck her in the ass doggy style. This goes on for quite a while, with him showing a gape to the camera when he pulls out. We cut to Julia, laying on the couch, now being fucked vaginally. He fucks her for a bit on the couch and then pulls his cock out and then fucks her anally in this position as well. This goes on for a while, and finally he pulls out and comes all over Julia's leg and pubic area. She strokes his cock a bit more afterwards and scoops up some cum with her fingers to lick it up, then sucking his cock clean as well. We cut to the beach, and we see Julia lotioning Franco's back as Claudia skipping stones on the crashing tide. Mm-hmm. They're on the worst part of the beach, too. It looks like it's just all rock. Yeah. Franco suggests that Claudia should go swimming, which she reacts to but ultimately ignores. We then cut back to the house that they're staying at, and as Claudia is looking at her phone, a guy jogs by and she waves at him. She's kind of on a balcony overlooking the street there. We then cut to Claudia looking at photos again. Yes. In our wraparound that goes nowhere. Oh. The girl's like, the one of the girls, her sister Julia, is like, yer, when she's like, yeah. She's like, she's like yeah. <laughs> I can't do it. Someone can. Claudia looks at a photo of herself on a boat with a bunch of people. And uh, we cut to that memory. They're on a boat with a bunch of people and uh, she's being antisocial. After a while, Claudia, Franco, and Julia all get into a small boat and head to the beach, leaving a couple more people on board. Uh, three, to be exact. Yeah. Don't know their names. Yeah. Uh, so, Claudia goes to wander around the beach area, 
as she's wearing a bikini top that says, fuck me, I'm famous, but mm-hmm. with stars for the fuck. Yeah. Uh, and I believe it says Abisa right under that. Probably. So we cut back to the original boat, where a woman and two guys are being flirtatious. So this scene is uh, Rita Faltoyano, Faltoyano mm-hmm. Alex Forte, and Tony Rebus. Rebus. Claudia on the beach meets up with another Italian woman in the marketplace, and they get chatty. The other woman is at a bar tonight and invites Claudia to meet her there. She's Italian. She has more of a fake Italian accent <laughs> to her than Claudia does. Yeah. I don't know what's going on. Well, meanwhile, we okay. cut back to the boat, and uh, Rita is sucking off one of these guys as the other fondles her a bit before taking his shorts off and joining in on the fun. She sucks and strokes both guys for a bit, taking time to make some popping noises with her lips as she rubs the cocks back and forth on her mouth. Some of them sound real, and some of them sound like a cartoon sound effect. <laughs> well, with the audio being overdubbed even during the sex scenes, yeah. I could imagine that all being... Right, yeah. <laughs> uh, she does do a bit of deep-throating here, though you could tell it takes a little bit of effort on her part. Uh, we then cut to Rita riding one of the guys' cocks reverse cowgirl as she strokes the other guy who's helping hold her up. She then turns sideways and continues to bounce on the guy's cock as she sucks the standing dude's cock. She finishes her rotation into cowgirl and continues to ride and suck with the guy below her putting some effort into banging her from below. After a bit we see Rita on her side being fucked by one guy as she sucks the other. She then spits on her hand and strokes the cock of the guy fucking her a bit and then he pushes his cock into her ass. This continues for a bit, and then we cut to Rita being DP'd by these gentlemen. We get some close-ups, and they're pulling this off better than what you normally see in a porn film, I'd say. Excellent. After a while, we cut to Rita again between the two guys sucking and stroking their cocks. They, in turn, finish in and around her mouth and tongue, making a gooey mess on this rental boat. She sucks their cocks a bit more, and we see the streams of loads on her chest glistening in the sun yes what a lovely holiday yeah it's not bad some dude tries to harass julia on the beach handing her flyers and touching her and trying to get a date yeah because he's italian too (laughs) claudia chases him off and sits with julia and chats a bit they lay down there for a moment and then we cut back to claudia looking at photos again she stops on a photo of a gull on the water yeah it's just she took all these photos? Um, I mean, she certainly didn't take them all because she's in some of them. Not that you can't, like, do that, but I think that, like, her position in them is not always possible from herself. Okay, it's just... I don't know, I don't feel like we see her take... No, we might see her taking photos. I wasn't paying attention. No, I wasn't. How could you... How could you? So we see her brother Franco doing some archery. Claudia asks him if she can go to the disco alone tonight. He seems very against this. Yeah. But uh, she talks him into letting her go if she can shoot an arrow through a watermelon hanging from the tree. He thinks she can't, clearly, but she indeed does. Yeah. 
We then cut to her getting dressed in the mirror. She's got this odd jean dress first she's trying to zip yeah, up. Yeah, it's like a jumper that's uh, too tight. Yes, it's so tight that one of her areolas is showing when she zips it up. Yes. She decides against this dress and shoots for a more traditional fabric dress with a flower pattern. She messes with her hair and makeup a bit and seems a bit unhappy with the results. We then cut to Claudia calling Lily again. She tells her that her brother won't let her go out, and uh, also his brother's girlfriend is breaking her balls. Um, It's at this point that I get a little confused, because I thought that her brother agreed that she could go to the disco tonight. Maybe he changed his mind off screen. I don't know. We don't know. We didn't see it. But uh, this conversation soon ends with not much said, and then we see uh, Lily yelling at her uncle. Who's uh, drinking at the table. Yeah. Just berating him for no real reason. Yeah, he just seems old and drunk, and she's just yelling at him. For drinking too much. He's old. Let him let him have it. Yeah. <laughs> he doesn't have anything else. We cut to Franco talking to Julia about how he wants to be protective of Claudia. We then cut to Claudia in a corset and black leather pants. She has changed <laughs> once again. How's that resin treating you, buddy? It's an old friend. <laughs> uh, I can't keep my can't keep my words together. Great. Yeah. So Claudia is visiting the bar that uh, she talked to the woman about earlier, uh, and she meets that woman. But she tells her that she has to go get her boyfriend who's getting who she's getting back together with uh, from the airport. Yeah. So that's the end of their relationship, more or less. Yes. Very. very this is bad filmmaking. <laughs> so Claudia must go solo and we see her talking to a dude about her brother. She gets his digits, though, but unfortunately, Franco shows up and tells Claudia it's getting late and she needs to go, so he walks her out. We cut to Claudia climbing out of the pool the next day. She pulls out her phone and uh, calls the guy, Alex. She invites him to meet her at the house as her brother is out, so she then lays back on the pool chair, smoking a cigarette, waiting for them. Alex then shows up on a Vespa with his friend Kevin. Uh, none of these people are named in the movie as well. I no, just it's... saw who was in the sex scenes and figured it out from there. Good. I didn't even try. Yeah, it's understandable. No one's named. No one's introduced, really. If it either. wasn't for the Internet Adult Film Database having a list of the sex scenes and who participated, I'd have no idea. You would just have to describe them by what they look like. And they're both just like generic Italian dudes. Yeah, they're just <laughs> typical... Short-haired. One, one's hair is slightly lighter than the others, but barely. Scooter-riding Eurotrash. <laughs> so, uh, Claudio, Claudia, meanwhile, was laying out topless by the pool which makes the guys agree quietly to one another as they approach that she has a great pair of tits yes in italian yes in italian yeah that's um no they're british 
they're talking about the great tits, but it's with British accents in it. Okay. <laughs> it's all um, international. It's all related. Well, Claudia invites the guys into the jacuzzi portion of the pool, and the guys are quick to start jumbling Claudia's tits and rubbing her crotch. Mm-hmm. There's some pretty tonguey kissing going on with one of the guys as the other pulls aside her bikini bottom and starts to lick her pussy. Soon, the guy that was kissing pulls out his big hog and Claudia starts sucking away. After a bit, the guys fully pull off their swimming trunks and are spit-roasting Claudia, one fucking her doggy as the other fucks her mouth. Nice. Claudia then mounts one of the guys in a squatting reverse cowgirl on the side of the jacuzzi as the other fucks her mouth. They reconfigure a bit and continue their sex act in general as she bounces on one of the guy's cocks. Claudia lays on her side on the side of the jacuzzi and continues to get fucked from behind as she sucks the other guy's cock. They switch to doggy for a bit as the sucking and fucking continues. She switches to riding one of the guy's cowgirl as she sucks the other guy's cock. This goes on for quite a bit, and the guy she's riding pulls out and strokes to come on her ass, and then the guy she's blowing comes in and around her mouth and face. She continues to suck his cock for a bit. We then cut to Claudia's friend Lily yelling at her uncle again. She gets a call from Claudia telling her that she had sex with a couple of guys, but she says she'll tell Lily the details later. Lily says that her uncle's drunk again, so she can do whatever she wants at this point. Claudia ends the call, and then we see... Uh, what does she mean by that? She's saying that because her uncle is drunk, her and her friends can do whatever they want in the house. Oh, that's cool. Uh, including what's about to happen on the couch. Listen to, like, Rush Records and stuff? Well, what seems to be happening is this guy played by, I guess it's Chokey Ice, C-H-O-K-Y, Chalky, Chokey? Chalky Ice? Uh, That's the guy in this scene. He looks like the ugly guy from Deontward, the uh, South African, like, pop group. Okay. He's fucked up looking. They look the same. They're both fucked up looking. <laughs> well, uh, he's there with Lily's friend, who's played by Tara White. Okay. So, uh, Lily joins Tara, and they pull out the guy's cock and work together to suck his shaft and balls as a team. Nice. Soon, as Tara continues to suck the guy off, Lily is behind her, playing with her vagina and spitting on her asshole. As uh, Chokey slaps his dick on Tara's tongue and jams it into her throat. You can't be that drunk. Uh, well, that's not her uncle. That's the other guy. Oh, wait. Okay. So there, her uncle's in another room drunk and passed out. Okay. I think maybe they were both kind of blonde and I just got them mixed up. Yeah, they're just different, weird-looking okay. dudes. Chokey Ice looks like that man not the uncle then okay yeah if that clears things up i got him a little mixed up i guess choky ice is younger at least the and, uncle's older well drinking cures aging that's true that's why we're doing it so much <laughs> well <if> forever <laughs> i have more resin i'm starting to you know really we're starting to put a dent in this <laughs> Uh, the ladies team up to lick and suck his cock a bit more. Then Lily starts to ride him in a sitting cowgirl on the couches. Tara rubs Lily's asshole with her fingers. 
Soon, Lily is riding the guy's cock anally and really bouncing hard on it. Yeah, the the Italians, one thing they really do love is some fucking hardcore anal sex. Yeah. That's... You see it, Rocco Sofridi? Yeah. That's like his main thing. So it's like, I'm going to lean you over or something. I'm going to stand up and put my foot like on top of your head somehow. And then I'm just going <laughs> to fucking bang your ass until poop falls out. Oh, no. Yeah. I mean, I mean, like forever afterwards, like. Just oh, does. that's just your permanent state? Yeah, he'll do it that hard. He doesn't <laughs> care. Uh, after a bit, Lily dismounts, and both ladies suck his cock more and lick his balls. Tara then mounts the guy vaginally in reverse cowgirl as Claudia plays the supporting role for a bit. We then cut to Lily in doggy position on the couch, and the guy fucks her anally again. He's really stuffing her as he goes. Tara is squatting and playing with herself, and we see the guy pull out a lily and jam his cock into Tara's mouth. Uh, This goes back and forth, happening a few times. And then, Tara lays on her side on the couch, and she gets fucked from behind as Lily licks her clit. Uh, He pulls his cock out and swaps it between Tara's vagina and Lily's mouth a few times, including some solid deep throat work from Lily. (laughs) After a bit, he pulls his cock out of Tara... And Lily strokes his cum into her mouth. Then, she spits it out onto Tara's vagina before licking it up a bit more. We then cut to Claudia sadly looking at more photos again. <laughs> we then cut to Claudia looking out from the balcony in her I Heart Ibiza shirt and short shorts. Then we cut to her jogging near the beach. Her breasts are bouncing quite a bit, and she meets a guy named Marco and talks him into jogging with her. After a bit, they stop and chat a bit, and she talks about having been there for about a week with her brother. They jog their way back to the house that she's staying at, and uh, she starts to complain that her leg hurts. Marco helps her get into a lounge chair outside the house, and she sits there for a moment. He helps massage her leg, and moments later, they're tongue-kissing, and Marco's rubbing her crotch. Claudia confirms her brother's gone so that no one's in the house, and so Marco licks and sucks on Claudia's nipples a bit. She just jogs so much as she gets cramps. Yeah. Um, she's very irresponsible, and he berates her for it properly, <laughs> but he's still going to lay pipe. Yes, he is. So he slides her shorts to the side and begins to go down on her. He slides her shorts off after a moment and continues to lick her clit as he fingers her a bit. Claudia sucks on his fingers a bit, and uh, he continues as uh, Claudia rubs her breasts. We then see Marco fucking Claudia's mouth as she plays with his balls, and then takes over sucking his cock with some long thrusts. She continues to suck his cock and balls, and throats his cock pretty good along the way. We see her playing with herself as she goes, with Marco steadying himself by holding onto a tree. (laughs) Claudia bends over, planting her hands on the lounge chair, and Marco fucks her doggy style as he stands. He keeps stuffing her for quite a bit, holding her head by gripping her hair. And after a bit, we see Marco laying in the lounge chair, and Claudia is riding his cock in reverse cowgirl, playing with her clit. Claudia moves on to laying on the lounge chair herself as Marco fucks her in a squatting position, uh, himself moaning pretty hard here. 
Marco finally pulls out and comes all over Claudia's pubic region and legs. She scoops up some cum with her fingers and tastes it, giving his cock a few more strokes as well. We return to Claudia, looking at her photos. We then cut back to the beach. Julia is telling Claudia that Franco is trying to keep her safe. Claudia asks if Julia thinks he's too controlling, and she tells him Franco loves her, and that's his way of showing it. We then cut to night, and Claudia and Julia are having some glasses of wine, cheering to Ibiza. Ibiza. But they note that Franco hasn't called yet. They then get a phone call from Franco, who tells them oh that <laughs> that uh, he's talking to an old friend he met, and he'd be back later. Afterwards, the ladies discuss the phone call. Julia says somewhat sadly that she's used to this from him, but she suggests that maybe she and Claudia could have some fun. Oh. Claudia is very receptive to this, and moments later they're making out and rubbing all over each other. Excellent. They make out and we see them caressing each other's breasts. Julia licks and sucks on Claudia's breasts, and then Claudia kisses her way down Julia's body and licks her way back up Julia's leg, then up to her breasts. After a bit, we see Claudia eating Julia out from behind as she's in doggy position on the lounge chair. This continues for a couple of minutes, and then we see Julia pull out a vibrator and rub it all over Claudia's breasts. Claudia then sucks on the vibrator for a bit, and we see both ladies licking it. We then cut to Claudia smoking a cigarette. The sex scene is over now. Yeah, that's it. It was very anticlimactic. That's all you get. In voiceover, we hear her talking about having a great time in Ibiza. She wonders where Franco and Julia might take her on her next holiday. Maybe a ski trip for Christmas. She talks about meeting cute guys there and ends by asking, Who knows? We then cut to some credits, and then the credits stop. We got a mid-credit uh, sequence here. Oh, uh, you know, like the big tease in the in the Marvel mm, movie, right? Is it the tease for Claudia's Christmas holiday? Uh, well, we see Claudia on the phone. She's talking to someone who uh, isn't really identified. She says that she's been looking at photos from her Ibiza trip, and it made her sad. She says, "Next time, I want to go on vacation with you." Who? <laughs> Uh, I mean, probably Lily, because that's the only person she's been talking to on the phone, but there's no indication of this. Yeah, when she first calls her, it's in a flashback. Yeah. <laughs> this movie's a... Uh... What if Lily's dead, and she just picked up the phone and was talking to the dial tone, <laughs> missing talking to her friend? Oh, man. Because in all the other scenes, you see Lily on the other end talking yeah, to her. but now she's gone. Lily got murdered by her uncle, who was upset when he came into the living room. Yeah, and saw her getting dick slapped by Chalky Ice. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, that's a that's one way to interpret this film, I think. there's a, It's vague enough that you there's a lot of leeway with how you want to view it. I like to think that it's actually a really dark story that's only being hinted at here. I think and the sequel that never occurred, I don't believe. Yeah. Uh, so why didn't we watch the Christmas one? Yeah. <laughs> uh, but yeah, uh, we cut to the rest of the credits at that point. So that was Claudia's holiday. I think I might have. I didn't. I don't think I. What? 
I did not see the uh, the mid credit sequence. I shut it off. <laughs> I, I missed don't, it. I, don't I usually I, usually I'll watch through the credits, but I was like, okay, I, I get it. <laughs> you were just like, no more for me, thank you. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, I'm gonna go to bed. I've had enough. <laughs> I didn't know what awaited me today. <laughs> Well, uh, I hope you've learned a lesson through all of this. Uh, I hope the listeners learned a lesson, too. Yeah. Don't go on vacation with your brother. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but uh, I didn't finish this yet. Do I have to keep smoking it? Yes. Uh, we'll take a break, and then we'll see how much more you can smoke uh, before we start our final section. Okay. Oh, sorry. Oh, you're Italian, too. Yes, I am. <laughs> what a coincidence. Uh, uh, what are you doing in a pizza? I'm here with my brother and his girlfriend, and I'm bored stiff. Yes, I bet. You're on the island of fun, and you're here with your brother. Yeah, I know. I work in a bar at the port. It's really mm, nice. Really? You have to come and see it. Yes. Is it in the center? Yes, it's in the center. It's famous. You ask for a bar called Tennis. Okay. And are you there this evening? Yes. It would be oh. great if you came along to I'd see I'd really love to. I can really? tell you you have a great time. Are you single? Yes. <laughs> really? Yes. Well, two single girls at Ibiza. The boys will be all over us. We are lucky. <laughs> well, I'll see you there later. Bye. Okay. Bye. Bye. Bye-bye. Resin is not good for you. That's why I have to smoke it, but it's good for you. <laughs> well, we're back on the raincoat report, and uh, for some reason we're still talking about Claudia's holiday. So, Jeremy, it's time for the raincoat review for Claudia's holiday. bad <laughs> um i don't know it's just not a well-made piece of uh film okay. there are i think lifetime movies that look better than this yes uh that are like edited better uh I will say one thing that makes it, and this is not like anything that would affect either of our uh, scores for this film. Is but, it the dub? Well, no, the dub would affect our scores. I think. <laughs> um, no, the uh, it it was one of these like early HD era digital video shot yeah, films yeah, yeah. or movies. Yes, and it's uh, kind of ugly looking in that sense. Mm-hmm. Like it's. It does look like it was shot with an HD camera, but it's not a very great one. Right. It it's probably one that had decent enough lenses on it, but like the actual uh like compression and video quality is just funky looking. Yeah, definitely that doesn't help it. But on top of that, like I don't know. There's no like director's eye there for like setting up like these scenes like yeah. presumably he's they're actually filming in Ibiza. Yeah, it's not it's not that far. You could do it, and uh, it's like a popular tourist destination. It's like a little island in the sun. It seems like you could get some really good shots out of that. Okay, so what we're dealing with is the anti Jess Franco. More or less is what I'm thinking. Yeah, like there's a lot of like good exterior and stuff because 
the pool scene later on, that's a nice looking pool. That one reminds me of the one from uh, Cries of Pleasure a little bit. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it's kind of, but they don't really use it to any effect. Uh, the beach they pick is rocky, but even then they don't really use that. There's just, uh, there's nothing here except the very thinnest little gossamer webs to string together some very long sex scenes. Yeah. Sex scenes that go on way too long, and on top of that, the music cuts out halfway through all of them. <laughs> they don't loop it, or you'd think they would at least loop it. Right. Uh, some of the sex isn't bad. It's pretty It's pretty hardcore. Yeah. Uh, it's pretty of its time, I think, or like early, early mid-2000s. Yeah. Uh, it looks like a lot of stuff, but uh, yeah. If it weren't for you, I don't think I really would have been able to patch anything together about who these people were supposed to be. Yeah, yeah. Presumably, they're all strangers. And in that regard, it makes me think of something like Boys in the Sand. But if you hit Wakefield Pool in the head with a hammer first. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, this is, and it's definitely the anti-Wakefield Pool film. Because, you know, again, he had this great eye for locations yeah. and like framing and cinematography yeah. and, and i'm not saying like every film has to be like a just franco film or a wakefield pool film but if you have the chance to use those locations and get those shots and you don't like even just for effect yeah i don't know there's even just like st- like the like b-roll footage of the area the establishing shots yeah and stuff. yeah stuff like that is fine but i just don't feel like well well that's my point though is yeah they had the opportunity to do a bunch of b-roll to set the stage for where it is and to like get good shots of the area and they really didn't like no. even if you weren't going to be able to film a sex scene yeah. at whatever crazy place it was you could have still like taken a bunch of really good looking establishing shots and they didn't yeah i'm harping on that much so much because it's claudia's holiday there should be a sense of place of where she's going beyond the t-shirt that she wears that she says (laughs) she loves abiza and uh you don't really get any kind of i don't know it doesn't feel like she went anywhere yeah (laughs) she went so she went on vacation and her brother made her stay home (laughs) <laughs> and that could have been a weird porno film yeah it'd be it like seems, home alone it would be like home alone except the i guess the home invader would be like your brother or your brother and his girlfriend went out so you're home alone and then you get uh I mean, it's, spit it's, roasted by the wet bandits yeah. <laughs> Damn it. yes exactly uh so I don't know. It's just a. It's kind of an anti-film for me. Yeah. I would give it like charitably like two stars. Okay. Uh, being nice, I think more realistically, I'm probably leaning. I'll say one and a half. Okay. Uh, this is one trip you don't need to take. <laughs> so yeah, Claudia's Holiday is a film with a really bad dub. But if even if we look past that from a technical perspective, it's funny enough that it it kept if 
it had been just a normal dub, I don't know if I would have made it. <laughs> That's true. Yeah, maybe it is more of a pro than a it con. Just being everything like, else considered. Yeah, it being just spectacular, spectacularly bad on top yeah. of everything else. Uh, made it into a farce. <laughs> and that's why I was being charitable with my two. Yeah, well, I will say that I thought the sex scenes in this were pretty good. They were too long, but it's it's just the time that it was made. That's just what they did. Yeah, it's just like, what they did. On one hand, I mean, I'm still counting it against the movie, but it's still sort of understandable in the context of when it was made. And on top of that, anyway, the last sex scene, which seems to maybe be setting up a possible conflict, just ends. Yes. Yeah. With uh, (laughs) the... Though there is a sequel tease. Yes. uh, Maybe that was the plan, and uh, it just didn't pan out. Because I believe looking... uh, Claudia wasn't in a whole lot of movies. She was... I think only in a handful. I'm about to click on her and come back with like 80 movies mm-hmm. on, now that I said that. No, she has seven? Seven mm-hmm. of 70? them. 70? Seven. Okay. Uh, including one that I have a copy of, which is Luna's Angels. Sounds bad. Uh, that one is, yeah, over two hours long, so. Oh, God. Yeah, there was, if you remember, one of the movies that I have is over three hours long. You said that. (laughs) I don't think, we probably won't watch that. (laughs) That might be tough to get through. Yeah. Um, But, yeah, I I think that the sex was pretty good other than the fact that it needed to be edited down. Um, And I think that the cast was pretty attractive. Yeah, I wouldn't hold that against them. So if your plan was to just watch a movie and mostly to just jack off to some sex scenes, you could certainly do worse than this. Yeah. But, uh, you know, the narrative isn't great. The, um, the, the dubbing is probably still more of a pro than a con. Um, it's just a really weird, thin movie, and, like, there wasn't really a conflict. Like, there were conflicts within the movie, but there was no conflict as, like, a plot device. Like, Claudia and her brother were in conflict over her being able to go out, but there wasn't really a resolution to that, and there wasn't really, like, her overcoming that in any way. No. It was just like a talking point that came up a few times, and And, that was it. Yeah, they did the archery scene. (laughs) Yeah. And, yeah, so I'm going to say that because I had my expectations so low after watching The Specialist, Uh and, and perhaps The Specialist is better than I remember it, but this was better than I remember The Specialist being. Okay. And in that sense, it, it, uh, outshined my expectations that were incredibly low good and uh, i thought the sex scenes were pretty decent i'm gonna give it two and a half stars and i feel like i might be being too charitable with that but uh i'll let you do it i i did it based on how i felt when i watched it and because i had such low expectations i think that that's why i'm at two and a half it's Christmas. I think two two to two and a half is the range. And it's Christmas. So as a Christmas miracle, I'm going to give it two and a half. Yeah. Uh, so 
in the meantime, Merry Christmas, everyone. Uh, you know, if you want to give us a little Christmas miracle, follow us on Patreon at Raincoat at wait, where is it? Patreon.com slash Raincoat Report. You can't use the search to find us because we're classified as an adult thing. So, yeah, we'll give you two. Jeremy's having a tough time with the resin there. <laughs> uh, we give you two bonus episodes every month. It's just five bucks a month. Uh, but we understand if you can't, you know, but follow us on Instagram and Twitter. Uh, Jeremy's personal Twitter's banned, but the Raincoat Report lives on. Yeah. Um, at Raincoat Report. Uh, raincoatreport at gmail.com if you want to reach out to us. Um, oh, yeah. Going back to Patreon, this Friday, we're going to be talking about Playboy TV's foursome once again. Oh, yeah. And we've got some interesting investigative journalism that Jeremy pulled off that uh, yeah, I'm our patrons are going to be very uh, gonna, privileged to hear. They're going to reap the rewards. Yes. And... Jeremy will still suffer the punishment as he will still be smoking resin at that point. There's still so much of it. <laughs> uh, but in the meantime, if you're going to Ibiza with your brother and his uh, slutty girlfriend, well, don't forget your raincoat because it's going to get real wet on that ferry. Yeah, there's going to be a lot of splashing and splurting. Well, the sea waves mostly, the mist. Pshh. Smoke your resin. <laughs>